0: Hello and welcome to the Audio Journal of Medicine. Patients who have intellectual disability and display aggressive challenging behaviour have received either of two antipsychotic agents, haloperidol or risperidone, in a study comparing these with placebo. This was among 80 patients recruited in England and Australia. I asked Peter Tyra first about the patients they were looking at.
1: People with intellectual disability are not able to show many of their feelings and their wishes in the standard way. They have limited intelligence and often they show it by behaviour which is called aggressive challenging behaviour. This is not quite the same as aggression in ordinary people, but it covers a range of things from you know pushing people, being um, argumentative, shouting at people, um sometimes self-harming like banging their heads and so on, and this is a range of behaviors because they've got such a limited repertoire of responses to things that are troubling them. Right, could you tell me about this 3-arm study? It was a randomized trial and these are difficult to carry out in people with intellectual disability because it's difficult to get consent. And the results were quite interesting because, uh, unlike our expectations, we found no benefit of the drugs. And in fact, after four weeks, the amount of aggression was better in those who had been treated with placebo than either of the two drugs. It was almost significant at the level of P equals 0.06. So it wasn't quite significant, but very close to being significant. And so we concluded from that was that even if we had a very large Study, we would not have found a benefit in favour of drugs, and therefore we felt confident in concluding that the routine prescription of antipsychotic drugs for this type of problem in intellectual disability is inappropriate.
0: Now, neither risperidone nor haloperidol
1: had a beneficial effect. Why? Well, I think the the real reason is that aggressive challenging behaviour is not a diagnosis, it's a sort of behavioural syndrome, and it covers so many different things which are related to the setting. So, when people receive placebo in this circumstance, they are being sort of called to account and saying, Your behaviour has gone too far, you're going to see a doctor who's going to see you, and give you some special treatment. And this gives extra attention to a group of patients who rarely receive attention. And we feel this maximizes the placebo effect. So this explains the big effect of placebo, We showed a 77% reduction in aggression over the course of four weeks. In your group of patients, though, what effects did these powerful antipsychotic agents have? Well, it um, created some problems. Some One or two patients had epileptic fits. We had some people who, ha- who got very drowsy. We had other people who became... Uh, rather paradoxically more aggressive and of course they also produce shaking and similar effects which are classical of these drugs because they're fairly dirty drugs in pharmacological terms they have a lot of adverse effects and so it's not surprising that if you have a drug with no real benefit and a bit of an adverse effect it will come out worse than placebo. I
0: need to ask you then what are your overall conclusions about the clinical
1: implications and any recommendations coming out of this study? Well, we feel and uh, we think it's likely to be acted on that the right form of management for most of the people with aggressive challenging behaviour should be psychological and not pharmacological, and better understanding of the patient and the reasons why they're acting in this way and appropriate management of that is much better than giving a drug.
0: That was Peter Tyra, who chairs the Department of Psychological Medicine at Imperial College in London. For the Audio Journal of Medicine, I'm Peter Goodwin.